yeah good evening my colleagues uh, today i am here to discuss a case related with management of diabetes mellitus i am dr neera sinha consultant endocrinologist at paras hmri patna so i begin with the case my case is mr a b 58 year old with history of diabetes mellitus since last 4 years he has obesity and also hypertension and hyperlipidemia along with history suggestive of obstructive sleep apnea on physical uh, examination he is found to have bmi of 32 kg per meter square and his bp is well controlled at 130 by 82 and uh, pulse rate and uh, pulse rate was good enough on laboratory measurements we found that hba1c was not under control not to the target it was 8.3% egfr was 70 so good ldl was less than 75 it was 69 triglyceride were mildly raised and scpt scot were also mildly raised so with this history of diabetes mellitus obesity hypertension hyperlipidemia along with history of obstructive sleep apnea we know from the history and uh, the recent report that patient is at high metabolic risk because along with diabetes mellitus patient is also having obesity and obstructive sleep apnea and also is a patient of hypertension although the hypertension is under control his medications are metformin 1 g bg uh, ace inhibitor lisinopril metoprolol he's already on atorvastatin 40 mg and that's why his ldl is under well control and he's also on aspirin so his uh, when we talk about this patient he has duration of diabetes of 4 years not very long and uh, comparing his age of 58 year old he will not be considered very old he is uh, uh, he would be considered uh, as middle um, age or a young person and he has although no major comorbidities but he has obesity and sleep apnea his bmi is 32 so but his hba1c is not under control and we want in order to reduce microvascular complication and macrovascular complications we want to uh, bring down the hba1c to less than 7% that should be a reasonable goal uh, and also uh, in this meantime we we would be happy if we can if we can uh, get uh weight loss because because in this case as we see uh, along with obesity patient is also having raised liver enzymes which is a uh, which is a marker of metabolic associated fatty liver disease so we want weight loss to occur we want to provide benefit to heart kidney liver uh, we want pro, uh, to provide benefit in terms of sleep character we want to provide benefits to pancreas so these are the issues in this patient and that's why we as a diabetologist need to intervene we need to intervene uh, although it is going smooth but it is not not good why we call it smooth because patient does not have episodes of hypoglycemia so we want this journey to go as smooth as it has been going but we want stricter control in this patient so uh, he is uh, willing to start another medications as we have discussed and therefore 
but he what are his fear he has busy lifestyle he fears uh, he can forget them uh, taking the medications and also he has heard that uh, a diabetes medication can cause hypoglycemia during which a patient can get unconscious so he wants to avoid hypoglycemia and so would not be preferring such medications which can cause hypoglycemia and also he would be happy if his weight can be brought down because that would lead to multiple benefits. So uh, we all know that diabetes mellitus in most cases it is not only diabetes it is diabetes and therefore these two all become very important and in this COVID pandemic also we have seen how uncontrolled diabetes mellitus, uh, uncontrolled hypertension and obesity have stood as adverse prognostic marker in the results and also in long term these are always going to be bring uh, adversity associated with the complications of diabetes mellitus. So we want to introduce uh, some uh, medicines to him for control of hyperglycemia and also we want some extra glycemic benefit from our anti-diabetic medications. So ADA recommends in appropriately high-risk individual. Why we call it high-risk? Because patient high-risk related with cardiac event. Why we call it high-risk? Because patient is suffering from obesity, patient is having hypertension, although, uh, although under control, but he is having a sleep apnea. So these are all uh, we, we have not taken uh, uh, noted down the history of his smoking and his lifestyle is also not very active kind of so almost a sedentary kind so he is at high cardiac risk and therefore uh, as according to the recommendation in patient with established ASCVD or heart failure we have to uh, choose for SCLG2 uh, inhibitor or in, or we have to go for GLP-1 analog in case of ASCVD but even in those patients who are at high risk as it has been shown in Empareg, that patient, uh, even though uh, even though patient uh, and in subsequent studies related with empagliflozin, it has been shown that even those patients who did not have baseline cardiac uh, heart failure, even those patients did benefit from SGLT2 inhibitors in terms of reduction in hospitalization for new onset hospitalization for heart failure and uh, and CV events. So this patient has is having high risk and we have concerns related with obesity and sleep apnea and he does not want to take too many medicines uh, that is another thing that we have to take into consideration in the present time where we have multiple choices for anti-diabetic treatment and therefore we have to consider patient preference when we are selecting medication of course we have to look at the patient clinical condition as well as patient preference. So uh, considering all these, we decided for combination of empagliflozin and linagliptin. We know that when we combine uh, empagliflozin, linagliptin and metformin, we are almost acting at all the arms, pathogenetic arms of ominous octate, 
where we are we are able to act on incretin effect we are able to act on uh, glucose urea effect we are able to act on insulin resistance effect we also uh, we are also able to act on other pathogenetic arms as such for, as such their action on brain also that have been proved with dpp4 inhibitors and because this combination comes in one single tablet we can very easily prescribe it the and the added advantage added beauty which is not much discussed but it is that this drug need not be taken at a particular period of time only if, even if a patient forgets to take at morning no harm will be done if he takes it at afternoon so in this kind of uh, population who are very busy and who may forget administration of these uh, dpp4 inhibitor or sglt2 inhibitors should be should be useful so this was a started in our patient and we we all know about sglt2 inhibitor that they cause they decrease the renal threshold and cause glucose urea and because of glucose urea there, there is weight loss and uh, there is reduction in insulin resistance also and uh, and slowly and there are multiple reasons how cardiac benefit is derived and dpp4 inhibitors they have they are very easily tolerated and therefore uh, because indians lack in creatin effect so they are useful in most of our, our indian population because it restores the incretin and incretin action and because the release of insulin by dpp4 inhibitors is physiological it is released in relation to glucose present in the intestine this is against the release of insulin by sulfonylureas where the action is glucose independent and therefore it becomes unphysiological so dpp4 inhibitors restores the physiology of gut and therefore we find a smooth a smooth coverage of glycemic control and patient does not suffer from hyperglycemia and hypoglycemia because uh, because dpp4 inhibitor release insulin only in the presence of food in the gut and because uh, because sglt2 inhibitor action is insulin independent so these are not causing hypoglycemia and therefore they are very useful in such kind of patient and uh, empareg we found that there was huge evidence of of benefit superiority of this class of agent with regard to uh, heart failure with regard to halting the progression of uh, uh, of albumin urea or halting the deterioration of egfr and also empagliflozin as against other uh, as against other sglt2 inhibitor was found to also benefit patient with uh, cad and also independently it was found to have mortality benefit this stands against other sglt2 inhibitors which have been found to reduce uh, which have been found to be uniformly useful in terms of uh, heart failure and renal benefits but there are some points that are unique with empareg uh, uh, and empagliflozin so this was added to our patient and a few uh, times 3 months to 6 months time there was a gradual weight loss and also it did lead to improvement in 
uh, in the episodes of obstructive sleep apnea and also gradually there were decline in SGPT, SGOT level because we know all these things, fatty liver disease, obstructive sleep apnea or uh, obesity all are associated with extra fat depositions and as weight loss occurs there is gradual reduction in fat from visceral as well as uh, 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 mainly from visceral fat and therefore we get uh, most of the benefits and uh, as physicians we are not only to treat uh, glycemic status we are to treat overall metabolic derangements and it has been also seen uh, the reason of which it has not been found that combining BPP4 inhibitor along with SCLT2 inhibitors have been also found to reduce the incidences of genital mycotic infection. Uh, exact cause is not found, uh, not known. So they have postulated that uh, because of BPP4 inhibition, there are lesser episodes of genital mycotic genital tract infection. But having said that, that because by addition of these two agents, we are able to act on most of the pathogenetic arms of diabetes mellitus, we derive maximum benefit at the added advantage of weight loss along with the benefits to heart, kidney, liver. And therefore, it helps us to gain the legacy effect. And we know, we know that in order to gain the legacy effect, we have to be aggressive from the very start of diabetes mellitus. We cannot go on to be st step by step waiting and losing its precious time in achieving glycemic status. If we can, and this is possible, if we can achieve it without any added disadvantage of hyp hypoglycemia. So the benefit of addition of empalina with metformin would be that we are acting on multiple pathogenetic arms. We are able to achieve glycemic control early and therefore we are able to provide benefits to all organ system and as a person uh, the person with diabetes mellitus gains and this is what our aim is our aim is to provide as normal a life to a person living with diabetes mellitus as any other person and with this i think we have uh, discussed this topic the nutshell of this topic is uh, discussion is the motto of this discussion is that we have to be aggressive and we have to also think that our patient must benefit and uh, and therefore and therefore because these drugs do not have major adverse events they are main, uh, mainly minor we can very well introduce them in appropriate patient and only by this because these are newer revolution in the management of diabetes mellitus we should provide the benefits of these newer revolutions to our patients. Thank you.